Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, Tom Foolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host. Hi, everybody. It's Saul Thompson. Hi, Saul. How are you? Hey, John. Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, things are, are looking up. I had a bit of a tough weekend, um, but I'm I'm like remotivated for uh, working out. I'm remotivated for like eating right. Um, there you go. I've decided to completely cut out carbs and I've been like ravenously hungry all day <laughs> as my body demands. I, I give it pretzels, but I am aggressively cutting out sweets basically, which it's, you it's know, I, I already don't eat for a pair of Kings. It is. Um, so we're, we're going to try. Yeah. We're already doing jump training and now I'm also aggressively hitting my weight regimen again because mm-hmm. I basically skipped the last eight weeks of it because I, my Dang. excuse was, oh, I'm home. I can't yeah. go to the gym despite having a gym in my basement. So I'm yeah. being lazy. But that ends today. However, yeah, it is week nine for me of uh, working from home. It's been mm. surprisingly well. Um, I got my organizational schedule kind of revamped in these last couple of weeks and it's been going significantly better so nice. i'm really enjoying it uh my coworkers all seem like they're in good moods so shout out to everyone over there at That's my wonderful company however john Saul, we are a fashion podcast before we launch into so anything heard. whether it be the meat and potatoes the the accoutrement the <laughs> the ketchup i guess that you're the eating your potatoes quoi. with exactly that's I don't speak sure. French. <laughs> can I get a fit check? You absolutely can. Um, I think this is how I would describe a cookie cutter fit for me. Mm-hmm. You've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand times, folks. We've got the pod and stocks. We've got the purple Patagonia baggies. We've got the CZN Barack t-shirt. Shout out to my brother for this excellent Christmas gift. And we've got my headphones that i wear to pod how about you saul uh i have potentially got on the worst fit anybody has appeared on on bear of king fire um today was uh, a day filled with me waiting to sell my turnips for animal crossing um (laughs) brainstorming comedy things and um watching tower of god which is a new anime uh shout out my friend frederick for suggesting it but shout out frederick um my fit is extremely simple it is a pair, no shoes, no socks, barefoot right now. That's uh, pair... your go-to. That's your pod and socks. Well, I would be wearing shoes if I if I did anything all day, but I just stay in my house. <laughs> Y'all remember society? We we do live in a society. So maybe heard... not right now, but we we live in a weird pseudo bizarre world society. Yeah. Um. But I'm wearing a pair of champion, uh, like terry cloth almost. They're 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 sweatpants, but they're like old and kind of ratty cool. uh, workout pants. I've had them since senior year of high school, and I wear them every other time I work out. Um, those are black, and I'm wearing a black Saint Laurent tee uh, that I now work out in because it has been four years since I purchased it. Flex. Um, it is ratty. The, uh, like armpits are ready to go any second. The text is warped. Half of it is like scratched off. I am, I am really literally scraping the bottom of my, my wardrobe to show up to a fashion podcast tonight. 
That seems to be the uh, the go-to. Maybe we'll start like one pod for the boys pod. We'll wear something crazy. Yeah. We'll start doing that in the future. The thing is, like, I think this is an interesting time for fits in quarantine because I feel like we started out and we were wearing actual fits. And then as time went on, it just became like pajama bottoms and I think workout. It's bottoms. a sign of the times. Like, yeah, the world is in pajama bottoms and yeah. Birkenstocks right now. However, Ugh. I'll take it. I mean, we're comfortable in our fits. Yeah. We're comfortable on the pod. So yeah. let's uh, let's talk about a couple releases this week before we get into fashion news. Yeah, hit me. I'd love to hear them. A couple good things this week. Um, on the shoe side of things, mm-hmm. surprisingly decent amount of stuff. There is a couple Nike, Adidas, Converse, even a Reebok, and mm. some New Bounce in there as well. Cool. On the Nike side of things, we've got some Air Maxes, some Air Max Plus 3s, some Air Max 90s. Uh, on the 14th, there is a Comme des Garcons Nike Dunk Low coming out, two oh. colorways. Um, it is. It seems to be made of like a translucent mesh material that they use on running shoes. Okay. And re- retail is 260 which oh. I, I scoff at that. That is trash. So... Johnny will not be touching those. Those are, in my opinion, not worth nearly $260 for what you get. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going for those, more power to you. They are releasing in women's sizing, though, so be sure mm-hmm. to uh, size accordingly uh, if you are going after those. Additionally, there's a LeBron 17 Low Nike PG4 and a notable shoe for the Nike basketball realm, which doesn't get talked about too much, is a LeBron 7 Media Day. That's what LeBron mm-hmm. James wore to team photos this year for the Los Angeles Lakers. And um, everyone thought they were just going to be a player exclusive, but they're releasing. Cool. Very cool. Um, new Balance has the 327, which is their hot new model, which I tried to get last week and failed. And I also tried to get the <laughs> Casablanca collab and failed on those two so new balance really doesn't want me to have those <laughs> there is a reebok instapump fury in the tokyo colorway which are gorgeous those are like a cream upper with red gold and black accents i think that's a super super underrated silhouette it's like mm-hmm. an aggressive uh silhouette from reebok it's got the pump technology which is something that's really interesting and pump uh, tech pump tech <laughs> Very iconic and uh, definitely a sleeper shoe. Yeah. And Converse has a couple pro leather oxes coming out as well. Cool. And on the clothing side, uh, there is a Supreme Daniel Johnston collab, the the late singer, songwriter, and artist. Um, it's gorgeous. I think all the pieces in that collab are super, super well done. And I will definitely be going after the T-shirt in that one. Our, yeah, our boy I mean, Don that'll Choi definitely will be getting the beanie. For quite a bit. Oh, I'm not even going to resell it. I just think it looks oh. great. Good on you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Saul, you told me we've got a little fashion news this week. Yeah. Um, so really quickly, uh, there is also the Eternal Take merch is dropping this week. Oh. Uh, if you are a big fan of that album, it's, it's all like reminiscent of um, – would you call it airbrush art? Um, oh, that's kind of cool. cool. Uh, but I have two big chunks of fashion news. One, um, 
following, I guess, J. Crew, which is sad. Uh, Neiman Marcus, like giant fashion retailer, um, like mainstay of most malls, um, has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, uh, which is really concerning because you'd think that they would have, uh, you know, been doing enough to kind of stay afloat. Um, and secondly, Paris uh, Fashion Week is planning to move either entirely or partially online um, as Whoa. a result of Corona. So we can say we went to Paris Fashion Week. Exactly. We'll be uh, front row. Um, so I think they are believing. Um, I'm looking at the dates. Uh, Paris Fashion Week men's will be online video only from July 9th to 13th. London Fashion Week will also be online, uh, has been announced that it is going online from June 12th to 14th. And Milan Fashion Week is July 14th to 17th. These are all online. Um, wow. So it might be a really cool experience. Um, I don't know exactly what they're going to do in terms of like, you know, you can't have guests at these things. So is it just mm -hmm. going to be like a series of video cameras at like the end of the runway and Probably. everybody's going to have like, yeah. Who's just going to glitch out? That's what I want to know. <laughs> we'll miss half the Rick show. Who's is going to get doxxed? <laughs> oh, God. Somebody's going to DDoS it. Uh, but yeah, like two big pieces of news, both a little bit sad, but also interesting. I think interesting. this is a really cool time. Uh, it might not be great or, or fun or even what everybody wants to see, but it shows it's definitely a lot of ingenuity. Yeah, it's an interesting time for, mm -hmm. for fashion right now, mm -hmm. uh, whether we like it or not. I think it'll be interesting to see the journalistic aspect of Fashion mm. Week Online because we all can get the same view that editors and buyers get at the shows themselves. I mean, they'll yeah. be provided with show notes and different things like that. But uh, as far as watching the shows go, I imagine we'll all get the same view, which will be quite interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, another... I just want to see, <laughs> see Twitch chat on a, on a fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be legendary rick owens comes down the, the runway it's just full of pog <laughs> uh, um one final piece of shopping news uh the mm -hmm. essence sale has started yep so anyone interested in copying some below retail garms hop on that right away because things do go quick mm -hmm. uh you can get some geo baskets for like 30 percent off right now and they'll probably go higher They'll probably drop down to 40% off in the next couple of days. So keep an eye on the stuff you like. Um, they usually drop a little bit lower. Uh, if you are planning on copying anything, let us know. We'd love to hear what you got. Yeah. Um, now, John, just as my own personal inexperience with the, the SN sale, do prices continually drop until they're, they're gone? I believe so. Oh, uh, I'm not 100% positive, but something in my memory is telling me that they do like just watching past year sales um cool so i think yeah things will will drop if they don't sell out right away there's a pair of boots that i'm thirsting over but i will not purchase them as they're 800 dollars. so that will Come not on, be john pull the trigger <laughs> yeah i got my stimulus check today put it towards that's 1200 dude totally don't need come on john you don't <laughs> i'm good i'll i'll look at them from afar like a beautiful flower uh, on that extremely wholesome note let's get into some amazing questions in our meat and potatoes yeah. portion we have 24 questions today folks uh so as much as we enjoy ranting and rambling about every single one we'll try and keep these relatively contained mm -hmm. but we'll have fun answering them as well thank you of every course. single person who took the time to ask us a question 
we would not be having nearly as much fun doing these episodes without you guys and gals. So thank you as always from the pair of Kings hosts for doing what you do. Starting off at the top from Saul Ace Notify or maybe Soul Ace Notify. S-O-L-A-C-E-N-O-T-I-F-Y asks, what three things do you think most about each day? Hmm. I feel like this has definitely changed um, since mm. quarantine, obviously. One is um, I just worry about my family and my friends being healthy. Um, that's like first and foremost on my mind kind of always. Mm. Um, oh, man. Uh, usually when I wake up, it's it's immediately when am I going to let my dog out? Um, and I immediately run downstairs and do that so he doesn't pee in my room. Um, but I do think about my dog a lot. And then just more in general, I just think about ways to kind of stay healthy, whether that be, mm-hmm. you know, in creative avenues, you know, playing like Dungeons and Dragons or FaceTiming friends or writing humor pieces or whatever it may be. Um, just trying to like stay mentally stimulated um, during this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my big three are God, family and COVID right now. Mm. It's just, just trying to keep it as uh, high level as possible. But yeah, there's a lot of thoughts running through all of our heads right now. Um, I'm glad we have good friends and family to keep us uh, not even distracted, but just give us something to grasp onto during this time. And yeah. uh, the podcast really helps too. I think mm-hmm. Saul and I would both be going insane if we didn't have <laughs> this to hold us down week after week. So. Thank you, everyone, for continuing yeah. to tune in. For sure. Spend- that being said, I did spend 45 minutes on a Raph Simmons fan cam, so maybe I've already broken. Yeah, <laughs> everyone go go appreciate that if you haven't taken the time already. It's it's absolutely spectacular. Yeah. Gosh. Um, moving on to another wholesome question from our good friend Nathan at By Nathan Bell. He asks what our favorite memory is. Saul, you want to kick this one off? Ooh, wow. Um, that's a that's a excellent question. That's a hard question, dude. That's a really hard question. Um, wow. I don't know. I don't know if I have an answer to this. So, for reference, we we usually write all of these out beforehand. Um, this and was I a late question. Yeah. This was a late question, so I haven't had as but much a, time to think about late, it. But great. Um, very great. I don't know if I have one. Um, actually, no, I do. So, um, every summer, uh, on my birthday, uh, I'm in Nantucket at my grandparents' house and every summer that I'm there, my birthday happens. It's August 18th. Um, so I'm there kind of conveniently. Um, and every summer, I think for three or four years in a row now, I have at the time of my birth, which is 1145 PM, I drive on down to the beach um, and I reflect, I, I drive down at like 1130 and I stay until about 1230. Um, but I stay there and I reflect and I think about how the past year was and my goals for the upcoming year. Um, and I remember very distinctly two years ago, um, off in the distance over the water, there was a, uh, thunderstorm and I Ooh. very clearly remember seeing like lightning and hearing thunder and it being extremely windy, but it being sort of warm. I remember like the sand on my face. Um, I remember like what it sounded like, what it smelled like. I love beach storms. Uh, 
It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that's kind of my favorite memory is I kind of sat there and then reflected on who I was. Nice. Very nice. I think mine is probably, it's also my earliest memory. Mm. Um, I was, I think 20 months old. So wow. I'm surprised <laughs> I even remember this, but my earliest memory is going to the hospital for my brother being born. And, um, I was not quite two years old and I vividly, vividly, vividly remember hanging out with my dad as my mom was in her, in her hospital room. And to keep me entertained, he blew up a latex glove, like a balloon and gave it to me. And I can just totally picture that in my head. So I think that leads to my favorite memory. My little brother is my best friend in the world. So starting off his life is my favorite memory for sure oh. <laughs> keeping it so wholesome, wholesome on this episode God of damn. Kings. <laughs> no uh, tears great question though nathan thank, thank you so you, much nathan. um so we've got another good question uh dialing it back into the realm of fashion uh friend of the pod um at on instagram it's samuel not sam that is exactly how it is phonetically heard what it is typed out samuel not saying he says how did you get into fashion uh, was it a particular designer or an item of clothing or i guess he's just asking what our avenue into fashion was sure um mine definitely definitely started out with athletic wear mm-hmm. i grew up playing sports uh quite a bit and i always was really interested in the shoes or the cleats things like that um I loved Nike basketball back in the era of like the LeBron seven thing. LeBron seven is one of my all time favorite shoes. And, uh, I think like just watching sneaker collection videos on YouTube back in like 2010, 2011, quite a bit of time ago, uh, that got me into it. Uh, I've always cared about what I wore. I remember like, laying out my outfit before school as a little kid and things like that. Um, (laughs) But I think it just slowly evolved as my taste changed. um, And as I dug deeper into the realm of fashion, into what it is now. And I think my, like my, my understanding of fashion will continue to change as my life goes on. But I think it did start with like old Nike basketball shoes. Yeah. Damn. How about you, Saul? Um, kind of, I think this is the avenue that a lot of people went in to fashion. Um, but kids would buy and sell shoes in like Facebook groups in like seventh and eighth grade. Um, and I remember thinking it was like really dumb, but very secretly like going and looking them up myself and thinking it was pretty cool. Um, and I kind of forgot about it until, Yeezys uh, started to get released and that's when I really like got into it. Nice. The, uh, the young reseller himself. Oh God, please. No, that is funding not me. Funding the fragments, <laughs> funding the St. Laurent astronaut yeah. jacket. You got Ugh. a lot of good stuff out of the Yeezys, man. Yeah, that is true. Is your gateway drug, if you will. Yeah, very much the gateway I drug. I think that rings true for a lot of people. Yeah. That and like Supreme, really. Mm-hmm. I think those are the big two. You start off with streetwear and slowly descend into the depths of fashion. Mm-hmm. On a what about, 
Hmm? Oops, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I'm sorry. I was looking at the questions and I was like, oh, sorry. I am a little bit out of it due to, due to Corona. Uh, and but no I, I'm, I'm tuning in and due to no carbs. It's, it's, I'll it's go tragic. Touch of an aside. It's so weird being constantly like tired and sort of hungry, even though you've eaten a lot, mm-hmm. just because your body needs carbs. Yeah. Um, and by kind of, to yeah. Get your mind set. I mean, I never, if I'm dieting, I never give up something completely. I'll always do it in like very slim moderation just to keep my brain happy. But yeah. Godspeed, soldier. Thank you. Uh, so I do apologize to any of our viewers for for little slip ups, but dialing back in uh, another great On the top question. Of the food. Yeah, from our friend. This one's a little bit hard to pronounce, but it is Martin Beccarera. Yeah, so it's M A R T I N B E C C E R R A Y E A H, um, and I hope I've pronounced that right. But if not, I do apologize. Um, and he asks favorite fruit. And what is the least favorite meal you've ever eaten? Hmm. So uh, my favorite fruit, I love fruit. So this is actually really tough for me. I think something I can always enjoy are some some solid, good quality grapes. Hmm. I love all varieties of fruit. So I apologize to every other variety of fruit for that. But uh, grapes have always been good to me. Um I think I can eat them. You can get good grapes year round, so it's something that's constantly in my in my diet. And uh, yeah, grapes have we have a lot of vineyards in my area, so they're important to the local economy. There's a ton of wineries, things like that. Uh, so I think yeah, grapes are my favorite fruit. Least favorite meal I've ever eaten. That's really tough. I think it's just like whatever I eat. Or in the past, like before I've gotten sick, whatever meal I mm. ate before that, because I can't even really think about those without feeling gross again. Like it'll totally turn me off of a certain food if I get sick after eating it for at least a couple of years before I can really enjoy that food again. Yeah, it's a, it's a good but point. I try to appreciate everything that I eat because yeah. someone someone worked for it, uh, whether it be me or whoever provided the meal. So it's kind of hard to pick a least favorite Mm-hmm. How about you, Saul? Uh, favorite fruit is definitely watermelon or cherries. Nice. Uh, when they're in season, it's just like so good. Like I, I really do think those. Have you ever are grown unbeatable. watermelon? I've not. Maybe I should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start my own greenhouse yeah, in a little it's, bit. It's fun to grow. Yeah. Um, but my least favorite meal, and I remember this distinctly. I was visiting my great grandmother in Florida. And we were at her apartment, and my dad forced me to eat out of her freezer. Uh, he heated it up in the microwave for about 30 seconds. Cold cream spinach. Um, Ouch. And he gave me an entire plate and told me if I didn't finish – or I, he, I would only you know, be allowed to leave if I, if I ate it all. Um, and I sat there, and I cried for about 45 minutes. And then he eventually ate it himself, and then we left, and I didn't get any food. That sounds so, really bad. Yeah, definitely not my favorite meal there. <laughs> Man, let's uh, let's quickly move on from that one. That sounds quickly like an awful jumping memory. away. <laughs> <laughs> Another question from our excellent friend Nathan. 
Uh, he asks, if you could wear any style of clothes, regardless of money, what would you wear and why? Ooh. Um, I think like all like outdoorsy wear, uh, probably by mm-hmm. like Beams Japan or Double Taps or something. Um, they have like cool outdoors, like fishing gear, that sort of stuff. Rugged and uh, just wear it forever. Yeah, uh, that sort of stuff. I, I I would love to be like outdoorsy and and um, like fashionable um, mm-hmm. at the same time, um, you know, and kind of have the freedom to just do that. Definitely full time, yeah. if that makes sense. I think I'm somewhat on the same wave. Like mm-hmm. I think outdoorsy. I grew up hiking swimming all that stuff quite a bit so it's kind of mm. in my dna so i think if i continue I, I do dress pretty outdoorsy now but i would probably continue to do that regardless of money or i just go all out and dress like a space cowboy one of the two mm. but there is no in between yeah yeah there's something about like the the cool japanese outdoorsy fishing stuff that they make it's really cool mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah i know that they've done collections based on fishing and outdoorsy stuff in the past but nice. i don't know i want outdoor wear to to come back is it is it gone i think outdoor no, wear is always cool i don't know i think like i would like functional fashion i don't want stuff that i feel bad for wearing on a on a walk mm, you know what i mean like uh, i don't want to yeah. feel like i'm destroying a jacket by taking it out into the woods yeah yeah i don't think i really try to buy anything that i can't what i mean i'll i buy stuff that i don't wear yet because i'm like mm. i don't know saving it or whatever like yeah. keeping shoes dead stock for a while but i think buying stuff that i like if i bought something and i knew i could only wear it a couple times before it fell apart that's mm-hmm. there's no real point to that yeah for sure moving down this excellent list uh a question from think a first time question asker george grieg 18 that's george underscore g-r-e-i-g one eight asks what our least favorite clothing brand is not including the obvious minimal philip pline etc uh it's a good question yeah i would have gone with like instantly like anti-social social club but that is pretty obvious um i think i'm gonna say zara uh yeah. just for their impact on the uh environment uh that's like a good zara top shop uh H&M. i hate to say it but uniqlo h&m uh, fast any fashion. one of those brands yeah fast fast fashion's tough um yeah um you already actually mentioned mine and you said it was obvious so i'm kind of bummed now but mine <laughs> actually is uh anti-social social club but not because of like what they are but because like they totally in my opinion they totally dropped the ball on what they could have been um Hmm. they started off and they kind of took the world by storm with their logo and their t-shirt and then they just continued to do that and it totally just fizzled out i mean the shipping is one thing still waiting on my july 2017 order from back (laughs) when it was cool and um I mean, if you like Antisocial Social Club, go for it, wear it. But I think they could have kind of 
in a sense, become what Supreme is right now. Like, they could have done a lot more legitimate. I mean, they do collabs and stuff, but they pretty much just slap their logo on it. And, like, I think they could have reworked things or come out with a signature fabric, something like that. I, I just think they could have done better than being a print your logo on some T-shirts type brand because I'm sure they have the money to do so, but they just yeah. never really followed up on that. Yeah, that's true. Moving down. You're also still mad about that. Uh, yeah, still mad. Uh, I'll wear it if I ever get it. It's a uh, it's a yellow hoodie with the logo <laughs> in red. It's like ketchup and mustard type beat. Yeah. Um, I'm going to steal away this next question. Please Another do. friend of the pod, Harry.Bagnall, that's B-A-G-N-A-L-L, asks, favorite Nike release that's occurred during quarantine? Okay, so this one... I was thinking about this earlier today, kind of up in the air on whether or not it occurred during quarantine, um, mm. because I got the pair before. Okay, so Friday, March thirteenth was my last day in the office. Okay. Saturday, March fourteenth, I got this pair. So technically, I was done working in a physical space. But like I yeah. hadn't started working from home yet. I received the shoes while I was in quarantine, though. Okay, count it. That's fine. So, um, but I do have a backup. Uh, my okay. favorite Nike release that's occurred during quarantine is the Nike Dunk SB Safari colorway. Mm. Uh, I just think those are an excellent shoe. Probably my favorite Dunk that's come out this year. Mm. If I if I had to pick one. I mean, there's been a bunch of great ones, but those are probably my number one. And um, a Nike release that's occurred further into quarantine that I think is excellent. Um, I didn't pick them up, but it's the Fire Red 5s, the, the Jordan 5. Uh, I think they did a good job remembering the original release of those. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially tying in with the release of uh, The Last Dance, the documentary. Yeah. They dropped the they shock dropped those um, when the first episode started, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I was going to agree on the Fire Red Fives. I think in terms of timeliness and just what's been happening during quarantine, um, it seems like there have been a lot of maybe like not super inspired pairs of of mm-hmm. Jordans coming out. Um, but with the Last Dance and the the Fives kind of being that super iconic silhouette, mm-hmm. um, and just that it's, total OG colorway too. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think it was like very, very well timed um, mm-hmm. and pretty cool in terms of like what's been happening um, and capturing like what people want. Um, I think that almost sorry, I should say, I think that almost any pair of Jor- uh, uh, yeah, Jordans right now are, are getting snapped up. Um, yeah. Chicago's like skyrocketed in resale. They're all going for above a thousand right now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Insane. So. This might be the time to, to unload the frags or something, but I, Dude, I do want to keep them. Yeah, they'll probably go for a stupid amount. You could ball out on Essence sale. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just sold a bunch of clothing, so I might be able oh, yeah. to cop some some stuff. But some, who knows? That is my pick. Great... Uh, I won't beat around nice. the bush for that long. Yeah. Yeah. Another honorable mention for me is the uh, Ken Griffey Dunk Mids. I think I sent those to you or sent you a picture of those. They're like the Se- they're like Seattle Mariners colors. Cool. Uh, they okay. they only released overseas, and a certain friend of ours from Germany 
may mm. have uh, assisted me on a pair. Shout out to that person who, I mean, I guess we could say his name. It's Sebastian. Shout out to the homie. Yeah. Holding it down during during quarantine on the European exclusive pairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving down the question or moving down the list of questions. I don't, is this like a meme? I, I feel old. I don't, I don't know this one. Uh, shadow X Gabe asks, how's the barnyard? Uh, John, you posted a photo on the story of a guy from, uh, the, I think it was a cartoon. Oh, okay. Uh, was it? It's Nickelodeon show. Nickelodeon. It yeah. Might've been referencing barnyard. Yeah. I actually used to watch that show and it as, started as off as I. a movie. I remember yeah. like the Dr. Pig segment being hilarious. <laughs> But the barnyard's good, man. Yeah. We're back at the barnyard. That was the show's name. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be this episode's title. You Maybe gotta not. Be, you gotta be more in your, your game. If you're throwing out references, you better back them up, John. I know. I love my animal prints, too. So, yeah. cow print. I mean, I've got, a, I've got a supreme velvet cow print jacket. Ooh. So I should, I should really know these better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving down the list... The one and only Dom Choi fashion boy. That's at Dominic DX Choi, C-H-O-I on Instagram. Asks, what's the first meme you remember seeing? And what's the first meme you remember making? Good question. Actually, yeah. I, I remember distinctly the first meme I ever saved. It was off of um, Funny Picks, which was a uh, an app. Like for an the... iFunny adjacent yeah, for the iTouch, like the Gen nice. One iTouch. Yes, sir. Um, and it was a picture of a of a I think it was a husky with his arm draped over like the side of a the back of a bench, and he was like looking over his shoulder, and it just said like "What's going on?" And I thought it was the funniest thing, and I saved that to my phone. And the first one that I remember making uh, was I used to play a lot of RuneScape and a lot of World of Warcraft, and Leroy Jenkins was like a huge meme in Warcraft. And I remember, uh, I, I don't know if I technically made it, but I would just run around on WoW and just yell Leroy Jenkins. Uh, and I thought I was the funniest person on the earth. That is pretty hilarious. I Comedy genius, you know. It's, I'll that's, say. that's where it started, and I write for Deadstock Report. So, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Man, that, what an iconic beginning to the, yeah? the meme career. <laughs> what um, about you, John? My first meme I remember seeing is i was in sixth grade i was in mm-hmm. class um clearly not paying attention because i was <laughs> i saw my first meme it uh it said hover cat to base requesting <gasps> permissions to land and it's a I cat remember that on a one. glass table yeah and i just my my friends and i just cracked up i think it was like a free hour or something so obviously we we're playing flash games and looking up funny pictures on the internet mm-hmm. And it's like the first one I remember with like a meme-esque font. I'm looking at it right now and it's not the classic meme font, but it's close. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it is. It's iconic. Um, and permissions is P-U-R-R, missions. Like, nice. Like a cat purrs. Hilarious. Yeah. And first meme I remember making. Oh, man, that's tough. Like, because there's been a lot throughout the years. Not like, and they're all very niche like i'll make them for my friends about like our friend group or i'll make them for the pod about very specific fashion things Mm -hmm. but i think my first memes i made were probably just like ones i would 
post on Facebook, like towards my friends. They're all in good fun and everything, but yeah, like we yeah. just post pictures of each other, like basically deep fried, like <laughs> just weird filters and like clown makeup and all sorts of funny things. And we just kind of post those back and forth on the public Facebook wall. We had yeah. no idea. Like, it was it was so bad. I'm sure, like the quality was just awful. But that started a career of attempted internet comedy that we remember so fondly today. And besides that, I'm sure I like tried my hand at some rage comics or something. Just also oh my God. just regarding my friends, which is funny because oh. like they were not made for the masses. They weren't made to uh. become popular. They were just made for the homies. I remember, and if anybody can find this, I will hunt you down and kill you so that you don't spread this knowledge but uh, but not actually the, the actual image but not actually but actually um i made a rage comic um that went like three thousand upvotes on reddit and i thought it was so Dang. cool Welcome i told to everybody club. about it at school and <laughs> i showed people like i would pull out my eye touch and be like dude you gotta look at this it's the funniest thing in the world um like, i didn't have it? a lot of friends no i'm kidding i was actually okay in middle school but god damn i just like thinking back i was just like king. what yeah now yeah. i force people to look at uh pair of kings <laughs> posts yeah so. i'll be like hey, Not much has changed. what do you guys think of this podcast <laughs> do you think the hosts are really handsome and charismatic <laughs> and my mom says so get out of my room it's 2 a.m <laughs> <laughs> Woo! pair of kings to the moon to the moon oh my goodness thanks dom for an excellent question yeah that's something yeah. i haven't thought about in a long time so you're bringing back some happy memories yeah. moving down the list of these excellent questions uh coming from caleb bud that's c-a-l-e-b-b-u-d-d underscore asks slp rangers or andamula meester backlace boots i gotta go andy on this really uh, oh big time i think those are sick the ones that lace up from the back. I think SLP Rangers are cool, but the uh, the Demula Meesters, they went out for me. I was just going to say, as as somebody who was a, a Heidi boy for a long time and would I'm die sure for anything, yeah. uh, I love the back lace boots, but I think they come up a little bit too high for me. Like, you wouldn't actually be able to, like... I don't know. I just think the Ranger boots are cooler. Uh, and I think that is heavily informed by my bias, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm not afraid to admit that. Uh, I was never I the, a full blown Heidi boy, so yeah, I think that's my, but the, I'm the, the Andy buddy. boots are very cool. Uh, that's not to bump either. I'm just for my own personal hype love. Uh, I gotta give it to the the Ranger boots. I think the Rangers to me always just look too plain. Like the yeah. the back laces have something crazy going on. So I think if you're spending the money, I don't know if Caleb is planning on buying a pair of one of these boots, mm. but in my book, if you're spending the money, get something yeah. that's really going to set them apart. Yeah, that's fair. Um, moving down the list to a question that made me very sad when I read it last night. Um, mm -hmm. Bren Denham, friend of the pod, or so we thought, <laughs> asks, or tells rather than asks, please play another song besides Long Time. It hurts. I didn't read this as as hurtful. I I read this as it hurts to like hear that song because it's sad. Because it's sad. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I thought he meant like oh I didn't I didn't mean like hurtful. I just meant like he was tired of it. I thought that. Oh was... yeah, I mean that's the I guess Brendan, you're gonna have to reach out and, and let us yeah, know. Yeah, you gotta let us know what's going on because clearly we're gonna put it in this podcast. <laughs> well, how about this? We'll do another song for season two, which will come eventually because yeah. Buzzsprout, our hosting service, keeps asking us what season it is, and I keep saying season <laughs> one because I don't know when to switch to season two. But when we do switch to season two, we will do a different song and we will let the people decide what it is. Damn. Crowd we'll just we're gonna get like we're gonna get like yakety sax or some shit. Or we'll get Be Nice to Me by Blade. Ugh, no blade. Yes, blade. Moving on. Moving on. From... Good friend of the pod, Dominic DX Choi, fashion boy. Um coming in with another great question um this, act- oh, this question is actually from his finsta which his we finsta. won't say the at or do we say the ad i don't know i get you, I, can re- you can request dom's finsta if you want yeah uh at b larry king back from the dead sorry to expose you like that um my my cursor is still in your earlier question dom um, but anyway he asks what is the best and worst iMessage game great question um yes. right now i'm loving darts i'm having a blast with it be, probably because I'm, darts. I'm decent at it. I can beat Dom, and Dom's really good at iMessage games. So mm. I got to pick darts, at least right now, for my number one. I mean, yeah. Uh, worst one is basketball. Really? I love playing basketball IRL. I love watching basketball. I cannot figure out iMessage basketball. Like, everyone gets off double the shots that I do in each game. I Like, I try swiping fast. I just can't do it. Something sounds like you're doesn't. having sounds like you're having trouble getting off, John. It, it comes with age. <laughs> One could make the claim. Oh golly, yeah. I, I was gonna I'm say just... the worst game to me clearly is twenty questions because it just doesn't work half the time. That one's funny though, like because it's so bad. Okay, basketball. I'm just frustrated by twenty questions. It's like this is clearly this clearly should not be a mobile game. Yeah. I think a very slept-on one is Gomoku. Um, I've never played Gomoku. The rules are pretty simple, uh, and they're they're available like in the in the game itself. And okay. Some friends and I got into it enough into iMessage Gomoku where we'd like sit there and just play practice rounds against computers <laughs> in like a desktop browser, so we could get better at iMessage Gomoku. <laughs> but a lot of good iMessage games out there. I, yeah. I feel for anyone on Team Android because they don't get to play them. But they're yeah. a lot of fun. And moving down the list, speaking of someone on Team Android, our friend Ian at Gray O'Donohue, that's O-D-O-N-O-G-H-U-E, asks, what for you makes a great outfit, whether you're making or seeing it? I got, I got three words for you, John. You got them? Let's hear it. Confidence. Boom. Confidence. Boom. Confidence. <laughs> I think I agree. Uh, yeah. You could really be wearing anything. It's all about your mannerisms while wearing it. Um, sure. I think it's just being comfortable in what you're wearing. Uh, and that, that comes with time. Uh, I mean, I still have things that I'm not particularly comfortable wearing just because of their sheer insanity, kind of like the velvet cow print chore coat that i have i mean i've worn it a couple times but it's not a daily wear by any means i wish it was but uh 
it comes with finding your own personal style, things like that. Just when you get confident, people will take notice and they'll be like, sick fit. Yeah. You could be wearing anything, but if you're confident wearing it, props to you. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Ian. Good friend of the pod. Great dresser too. Some absolutely fantastic fits. Huge fits. If you guys don't follow his Instagram, go check it out. Yeah. Uh, Next question. A good one. Kind of off, off, off the, the beaten path. This is from my, my dear friend Gavin. Yeah. He asks, what English language accent is your favorite slash funniest? Couldn't be the same answer for both. Man, great, great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have one that's like the funniest. Oh, Probably I got a funny one. I'm sure I sound funny. Like my Michigander oh. accent. That's a real thing. We don't pronounce our T's. Give um, us an example. Like people will say that like the name Martin, they'll say Martin. No, I, I know say this. Martin. Okay. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe it just extends, but I've always been told that's what we do. Uh, however, I think a great English language accent that always brings me like a calm mind and happiness is Canadian. Yeah, I was gonna say my my funniest accent is is French Canadian. It's just oh, so funniest. Oh, I just love that one. I think it sounds great. I think an honorable mention also is like Louisiana Bayou, like Coach Ogeron from LSU. If you don't know who that is, <laughs> look him up and like listen to an interview of his. I don't need, like. I'm not making fun of it. He genuinely has the wildest voice I've ever heard. Oh yeah, yeah. It's insane. Oh, God. Shout out to Gav. I was going to quickly shout out like super, super rural Scottish where it just doesn't oh. sound like English anymore. I, I, I'm a beautiful dialect. Accent. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, think, I, I could like, listen to Irish, it all day. Irish as well is an excellent. Yeah. I don't think there's a bad one. I think they're all so interesting in their own regard. Shout out to accents. Yeah. I was actually in London a year pod. ago today. <laughs> Come on the pot accents. I was in London a year ago today and it was so okay. nice just hearing because I mean, of course, you have the British or English accent and uh, but there were a lot of different people from all around the world there. So it was cool hearing sure. all sorts of different accents and dialects. I think language is something that's super interesting. Mm-hmm. Good question, Gav. Good friend of mine. Um, moving down the list, friend of the pod, Darius Haft7. That's Darius.haft7. He's asked some banger questions so far. He has. Um, asks, what was your first piece you got when you were getting into fashion? Good question. Very good question. I had to think about this. I don't remember the first piece that I bought to like keep. Um, maybe a pair of like ag denim jeans uh that were like skinny fit i asked my mom to to buy me them at like neiman marcus um shout out neiman marcus shout out my mom i guess shout out ag um yeah i think ag jeans that were like skinny fit nice and happy belated mother's day to all the yeah happy happy mother's day to all the mommies that sounded weird to the to the moms, not the to moms. the moms I'm to sorry. the mothers. I'm not six years old, yeah, to the mothers. <laughs> sorry, guys, that was. Oh man, little uh, little spicy segment on that one. However, my first piece that I bought myself when I was getting into fashion—I don't even know if it's—it just says that you got when you were getting into fashion. 
because I know it's going to be like a sneaker, but I don't know. It's hard to say like the era because I remember getting this pair of Nike basketball sneakers when I was in fourth grade that I absolutely loved. But I don't know if that counts because like, Mm -hmm. but I remember like being obsessed with them and I got a pair of Vans the same year that I absolutely loved. So I'm going to give it to those two. Like, I don't know the models, but I can vividly picture both of them in my head. I'm sure there's pictures of me from back in the day wearing both of them and being scared of anything touching them. I was going to also shout out my first pair of Nike Roshi runs from like sixth grade. Oh, man. I loved Roshi's. (laughs) Love, love, love Roshi's. I mean, they get memed a lot, but they are one of the Mm -hmm. most iconic shoes of the 2000s. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And the 2010, like just our era of fashion, yeah. like Roshi's forever. Yeah. Talking about shoes, Darius Haft coming in with another great question. If there was no Corona, what would be your kick rotation right now? Great question. Um, I work full time, but my office, super cool. They let me wear all my sneakers, things like that. Um. However, I like to mix it up. I usually try to wear like loafers one day a week or Birkenstocks. But lately, or I mean before Corona started, I was wearing, um, I have a pair of the Bloody Gums Dunks that I've been wearing a decent amount. The Paris to NYC Jordan 1s, I really like those. Uh, New Balance 990 V4s. Uh, let's see what else I've been wearing the Sean Weatherspoon Air Maxes a little bit, which is kind of weird. Cause it was like still winter, probably not my smartest move and rounding it out. Let's see. Gotta get a fifth, fifth sneaker in there. Hmm. Oh, uh, the Comme des Garcons Nike ACG Moab. I got mm. those on Christmas time. They're like an all black, Nike Moab. I love old hiking shoes, and uh, those are excellent. So yeah, some good but, picks. Thank you. How about yourself? Um, if we're doing five, I don't know. Uh, all right, I'll blow through I just these really quick. You don't have to do five. If you don't want okay. To. Um, a pair of uh, Junior Watanabe uh, New Balance five seven fours in Very all sure. black. Um. A6 GmbH in triple white, a uh, pair of RM Williams boots, um, high top leather in black, uh, Rick Owens Ramones, Momotaro jeans, canvas low tops, um, Hoka One One Bandai 6s. Um, I'm trying to think about other shoes that I, I really I wear a lot, um, or I would be wearing a lot. Fresh. And maybe a pair. No. Uh, so it's a shoe company. This is from, um, a very dear friend, Rashid Silvera, who hopefully will get on the pod one day. Um, but he got me a pair of, uh, they're called smugs S M U G S, but they're a pair of blue and white loafers. Um, and they're gorgeous. I just don't have dress socks. I will. Um, I don't have dress socks to wear them with, or I didn't have them at school. Do you Um, not do, uh, sockless loafers not about uh, it. they're a little bit they're a little bit slick um oh, and so okay. if i wear them without shoe or excuse me without socks my feet kind of clatter around i got um, you and i i tend i'm really worried about like rolling an ankle um especially because at school there are a lot of like uneven stones so um yeah 
need great need a uh, need. Though. Yeah, try not um, to rotate the uh, the ankle. <laughs> one side note: you mentioned uh, RM Williams boots. Those are a lot of pairs are on sale for like sub three hundred dollars right now on Essence. Guys, if you can if you can invest in a pair of those boots, get them. They're so mm-hmm. good. Just so take like, care of them, please. Sneaker boot ones, the like 365, I don't remember what they're called, but they're supposed to be like a shoe you can wear year-round. Those are like 250 right now, I think. Hmm. Those are really cool. They have them in like earth to- light, lighter earth tones, like sand and moss, all those interesting colors. But great rotation saw, a lot of mm-hmm. very you. diverse, interesting rotation. And Ramones, I mean, you got to love it. Yeah, for sure. So next question from a guest, a very close friend of the pod, uh, one of the boys at Superposition that is under, under, sorry, underscore, 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 underscore. I don't know why I said under, under, uh, under, underscore, Jesus Christ, (laughs) underscore, underscore, Superposition, underscore, underscore, there it is, asks, what is something you've learned after interviewing these fashion page admins? Dang. First of all, shout out to everyone who's came on Pair of Kings podcast so far. Thank you to the, all the boys at Superposition. That's Thor, Owen, and Cho. Uh, something I've learned after interviewing these fashion page admins is that they're just a ton of fun to talk to. Um, I mean, I expected them to be, but it was great confirmation that they were just super approachable, um, responded to the DMs in a super kind way. I mean, I think when we reached out to uh geo casket who was our first guest we probably had like 55 followers something like that mm-hmm. and we asked this guy to come on a podcast and talk to this tiny little page he's like oh yeah sure give it two days and we were done recording and it was the start of something excellent so uh just the excellent level of acceptance for little old pair of kings has been something that i've learned after interviewing yeah. all these wonderful people for sure. How about you, Saul? I was going to learn, or I, sorry, I was going to say that I learned, especially from Superposition's page, there's just so, and especially Bliss as well, um, kind of the the storytelling aspect behind a lot of these these runway shows. It's, it's sometimes hard to find that information just because of, like Bliss said, how like, like weaseled away the show notes are and kind of how... Um, not secretive, but like inaccessible. A lot of the information is. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've learned a lot about like brand storytelling um, uh, and kind of like what certain um, like designers were, were going for. Right. For sure. Um, I think, um, I think bliss mentioned there's a website um, that you can view a lot of like scanned in oh, yeah. uh, I think it, uh, show like notes. Mm-hmm. I think it's just show notes or you could probably search on Google show notes mm-hmm. archive or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I had read uh, last week a couple of the show notes for um, one or two Raph Simmons shows um, or at least read like reviews and, and summaries. Um, and then I was just kind of like perusing some of the um, – rick uh like runway reviews just because i'm interested 
Um, and I feel as if I don't know enough as compared to some of our, our wonderful guests, Mm -hmm. but yeah, um, just kind of learning like where to research, what to research, um, kind of like rediscovering my love for like learning about these kind of fashion things. Yeah. Uh, There's so many interesting things out there. So that's been a huge, just like learning more about the, how to access those things. mm -hmm. It's been big, but yeah, we've had some knockout guests so far. Which I'm sure will continue as we uh, no as we move we're through. Done. We're done. No more, no guests. more guests. Sorry, everyone. It's just us now. We're, we become too famous. Friendship ended with guests. <laughs> Boys only episodes now. <laughs> we um, joke. We we do joke. We we love all of our guests, and we can't wait for all the the guys and gals who will come on our podcast in the future. Uh, Darius Taft with his third question of the pod. I think he's done three questions every single time so far that he has it's asked like the questions. Bigos. It's always a triple yeah. flow. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what is y'all's favorite album of 2020 so far? So I'll take um, it away. God, going off the top of my head, I, I thought about this before the pod. I was like, of course, this is 2020. Um, Tame Impala's new album, which I believe is called The Slow Rush um that was 2020 right i don't know i haven't listened to oh, it oh god am i gonna am i gonna embarrass it's all myself? we'll just say know. that's it even well, if it's no because not... i have to be confident uh it, yeah february 14th on valentine's, oh, oh, valentine's, valentine's day. day i love valentine's day that's my Me favorite too day. man it's a lot of candy yeah that's why i love it anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the slow rush great album Man, sounds like it. I should probably listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite is Man Alive by King Cruel. I think that's ah, super, yeah. super well done album. And I mean, it got critical acclaim, but I still think it's underrated. I think that's a a sleeper pick for album of the year right now. Damn. Very okay, excited for Gus Apperton's upcoming album, though. I think that's Mr. Be... Mr. G Dap. Fuego. His first album kind of let me down a little bit not gonna lie but this one the first single he's released is excellent so i'm excited gus dapperton's first album was um um prune oh no sorry no oh we're poly people go to read yeah it was yes good not great yeah i uh i really enjoyed i always thought prune you talk funny was an album um just because i i I, i've saved like four gus dapperton songs in a row um and so, so whenever yeah. I listen, yeah, he's so done like I, some feels... EPs and stuff, but yeah. his first official album was actually a year ago, May of 2019, I believe. Yeah. But very excited for his upcoming project, whatever it'll be titled. Um, moving down the list, coming from HDeep28, why is it okay for my friends to wear babe tanks, but not for me to wear Rick tanks? I that's tragic. That's like self, I think that's a self-imposed restriction, my guy. Yeah, it's okay if you think it's okay. Don't let yeah. them, don't let them bring you down, gang. You gotta you gotta shine. Do your thing. Wear your yeah. rick. Go crazy. Yeah. Shout out to uh, tank tops. Just as a whole. Yeah. I uh, do not months. own a, do not own. I guess a pair. What would you say? Like a like a set? A, a tank? A tank? Like a, a like a singular tank? Who's to Who say? Who knows? Who's yeah. to say? 
Not me. <laughs> um, moving down the list, friend of the pod, Scrunch, S-C-R-O-N-C-H underscore asks Team Rick, Team Raph, or Team Martin, as in Maison Martin Margiela. Uh, quick answer for me, Team Raph. Um, yeah, I figured. The the designer that, that got me into, into fashion. Um, like, the, the first guy that I really, like, looked at and I was like, holy shit, this stuff is amazing. Like, what is this? I need to learn more. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Raph. Um, this is a tough one for me because Ooh. I don't know. I don't think I could ever just go full Rick forever. It doesn't fit my personality. Um, but I, I nice. the utmost respect for Rick and everything he does. I think his work is beautiful to look at. I just think it would look weird on me. But I've also never dressed in full Rick before. So who's to say? Raph. Love, love, love Raph, but I also love Margella. Um, I think I could wear tabby boots for the rest of my life easily. Yeah. But um, I think just to keep things spicy, I'll go Margella. Okay. I think I think I could wear. I'm I'm looking at this as if I had to wear one of the three for the rest of my life. Okay. I think I'd go Margella. That's fair. Um, but great question. Thank you, Scrunch. Also cool at name. Fun yeah. to say. Very fun to say. So this is a question that is not targeted towards me because it doesn't start with my name. It starts with oh. Saul's name. Oh, and no. And the question reads, first of all, it's from Aaron Gabbert, underscore Aaron, G-A-B-B-E-R-T, big friend of the pod, asks, friend. Saul, what are your plans after college? I'm heading into my senior year as well. Congrats, Aaron, first of all. Yeah, I was going to say congrats as well. Uh, I am planning on doing my fifth year um, at Yale and going into the uh, Master's of Environmental Management program, so getting a uh, master's degree. Um, there's a very, very um, wonderful program at Yale that allows you to get your your master's in a fifth year, um, and the acceptance rates are, are – obviously, it's grad school, so it's not like a given, but they are um, – Good. Like, you know, your, your chances are slightly improved uh, ever so slightly because you are applying back to Yale. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm planning on doing that. Um, and then I'm kind of hazy there uh, after there. Um, I'm not really sure what I'd like to do um, in terms of like career. Um, one really cool thing about the environmental school is you are able to work um, a lot of different cases and a lot of different kind of jobs. So so companies will uh, approach the environmental school and uh, um, basically like ask them for consulting help. Um, so I'd really like to learn about that. Um, but I'm also thinking about taking a couple of years off and then going back and doing that program and not immediately going after school. This is also contingent on whether or not I get in. So this is kind of I don't want to count my chickens, but that that's the, the soft plan is to get a master's. That's a really funny way of saying podcasting full time. That is true. Um, yeah. I mean, I need the master's as a liberal to, to podcast full time. Yes, of course. Uh, but that's a great question. Uh, always an interesting one to ask an upcoming college graduate what their plans are after college. My brother is also going into his senior year uh, this upcoming fall. 
So yeah. shout out to all of our recent graduates and shout out to anyone still going in school because mm-hmm. I miss school for sure. Uh, I'm exactly a year out as of last week and uh, I think about it a lot. I mean, I love learning, so uh, I've kind of uh, funneled that into learning about fashion more, mm. which has been really interesting uh, Just and learning the ins and outs of podcasting and, of course, mainly learning the ins and outs of the real world because I <laughs> am employed and all that fun stuff. So I have a 401k. That's crazy. Damn. He's a Real, boomer, ladies and gentlemen. I know. I know. Insanity. Um, but yeah, shout out to education for holding us all down. <laughs> we wouldn't be here Come without it. Come on the pod, it. education. Come on the pod. <laughs> uh, and shout out to all the educators out there. Yeah. For sure. A good teacher goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of work and mm. the real world, good, great, amazing friend of the pod, Dom Choi, oh. asks, how do you entertain yourselves at work? And he puts in parentheses, in-person work. Great question. Yeah. Um, uh, I do do my work um yeah I if anyone from my job's job asking <laughs> I, i'm i work eight hours a day there's no off time uh but, no but like in all seriousness um when i do have downtime i'll I'll bring a book um with me and i'll read um so i can quickly get back to work um i'll work on photography stuff um because i can quickly switch out of that um if you know i'm needed um or I will just do research and like read articles or goof around on the internet or text my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's usually, excuse me, mine's usually research, uh, whether it be just reading articles somewhere like GQ, high stability, anything like that. Um, talking to Saul about the podcast is a big thing. Oh. We talk constantly about memes and plans, guests, all that stuff. Like there's a lot of behind the scenes that goes into the pod. Um, yeah, for sure. And just chatting with coworkers. Uh, very fortunate to have a lot of great coworkers. So uh, met a lot of really fun and interesting people at my job and talking to friends and family via text if I'm especially bored, well, not if I'm especially bored. I love talking to my friends and family, but uh, if I have enough time to, I'll reach out and say hello. Yeah. But thank you, Dom. Good question. Yeah. So wrapping it up, uh, we've got two kind of goofy questions, both from Dom as well. We've got two goofy guys on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, the first goofy question is, why can some people call their partners daddy, but not mommy? Well, Saul, you said mommy earlier today in this podcast or you said mommies and i was at first i was gonna say you call them whatever you want but then after you said that i don't know man uh i think i think people call their partners mommy uh maybe not m-o-m-m-y but m-a-m-i uh oh yeah that's different for sure um i I was just kidding of course call your partner whatever you'd like yeah um just that they're comfortable with the weird stuff yeah we'll keep keep the 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 spicy content this is a safe for, for work podcast. Exactly. <laughs> so when I'm calling John Sugar Bear, I keep that off of the pots. He Shit. does. Can we do it? No, I'm kidding. Um, Stop yeah, the episode. 
call, yeah. call call your partner or whatever you want. Uh, just make sure they're comfortable with it. Make sure uh, you know your friends and those around you are comfortable as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Good question, Dom. Uh, last question, certainly not least. Uh, this is something that I'd be very interested in doing. Dom Choi, fashion boy, asks, "Can we start a GoFundMe to buy the Rick bed?" For those yeah. of you who aren't familiar, there's a Rick Owens bed that I think goes for $480,000. It's <laughs> solid marble. Um, our good friend Theo at Geocasket did a post about it. Um, it's it's glorious, to say the least. Uh, you have to have – I don't know how you get it in a home. I think you build a home around it. Yeah. Because you, it, it you has go to, to weigh the bed. like 20,000 pounds if I had to guess. It's yeah. got to be a 10-tonner. It's yeah. it's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I think we should start a GoFundMe. I expect all of you to donate $400, if my math is correct. And then uh, we can buy the Rick bed and have a party on it because it's huge. And it could act as a stage for Mine and Saul's DJ set where we just play the intro to Playboy Cardi's long time. I think you're forgetting about Caramel Donson. Oh, well, that's saved for my wedding. I'm already practicing the choreography. Yeah, me as well. <laughs> that uh, that wraps up our 24 questions for this week. Thank you, everyone, who asked these uh, excellent questions. Um, we can't wait to do it again next week. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody. Moving forward into the waning segments for all of those familiar with the movements of the moon um hot takes of the week saul anything spicy on your mind yeah i i gotta yeah yes stop with the stop with the tasty videos cut it out what dude i love no, no, no. i love and bear with food me videos. bear with me there has been an effect in this tasty community, and I don't mean just tasty, I mean the tasty inspired videos, sure. where it has just become like a rat race to make the biggest, most disgusting looking thing with the most amounts of cheese, the most amounts of bacon, the most amounts of whatever. It's like, uh, remember Epic like Mealtime? Yeah. You remember said. Epic Mealtime? I do. We're like nearing Epic Mealtime proportions. It's, yeah. it's much, it, it seems, seems like wasteful. a waste. Of, it's gluttonous. It seems like it's impossible to eat. It doesn't seem like anybody actually eats these things. They just make it and then like set it somewhere. Like it seems like a giant waste of food. We can't all be seasoned Barack making no. giant quantities of beautiful food and then feeding them to the people of Turkey. Exactly. What a king. Come on the pod. Yeah. It just but, seems it just seems like it's it's a waste of food because nobody one eats them and then two is able to eat them. They just seem mm-hmm. like they seem inaccessible. It does like uh, that's a great hot take. Thank you, man. I don't really have one for this week, so I'm gonna cling on to that one as well. <laughs> that's a great. Jump one. on, jump on the train. Yeah, I'm not really angry at anything this week, as per usual. Uh, oh, I guess I have one. Please continue to abide by your local legislation as far as quarantine goes. Wear a mask if I mean. Here in Michigan, we've been told we have to wear masks, but there's still people not wearing masks indoors um, when, like, go out to the grocery store and stuff. So please, please, please don't think about uh, – don't make it about yourself. Think about no. the frail old person in front of you who 
is very susceptible to catching this scary illness. Please continue to uh, abide by the recommendations from your local legislation on that. Yeah, for sure. Moving on, Saul's favorite segment of the week. He's excited. I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Song of the week, because we are, after all, an audio medium. And you know what else is an audio medium, Saul? Music. Music? Music. (laughs) So let's hear it, my friend. Okay. Uh... I will not beat around the bush. We are a little bit over time, so I will not do my like yeah. normal 65-minute preamble. Uh, my song of the week is Strawberry Fields Forever by the Beatles. Ooh, nice. Good pick. And I will also shout out that meme of uh, John Lennon being turned into, what is it, a piece of toast? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it says, oh, no, John Lennon has been turned into a piece of toast. How will he beat his wife? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, John Lennon was that one. not the best dude. Um, however, uh, Ringo Starr, um, uh, Paul McCartney, and George, George Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and the secret fifth Beatle. Please don't say Yoko Ono. No, there's like a rumor that there was a fifth Beatle. Oh. Back when they were in... Well, the first, the first one goes to Blathers, so... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the Animal Crossing fans in the pod. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, yeah, Strawberry Fields Forever. That's a great song. Yeah, I agree. What about you, John? Um, My pick is from the modern era Beatles, uh, Tie Boy Digital featuring Echo 2K. That is, nope. That song is Lip Service. It's from Tie Boy's, I think, most recent album, Legendary Member. What a banger, folks. It's it's a beautiful song. If you haven't heard it, modern day Beatles. You're right; they're better. Thank you for being so modest. Um, I mean, gosh, how can you sum it up? It's it's funky. It's fun. The beat isn't like anything I've ever heard before. It's nuts. Lyrics are great. Sound is great. Features great. Shout out Echo Two K. Truly a masterpiece, if you ask me. And that is my song of the week. I'm surprised I've waited this long to start going, going drain with it. I'm just getting more comfortable with the pod, I suppose. Probably. <laughs> Shout out to if Dom Troy. Get, he if asked we get me like 16 drain songs in a row. I'm just saying this now. I'm gonna be mad. Oh, I I fully fully imagine you'll be mad. You're mad right now. I'm not mad. I'm just huffy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have to say you're not mad, you're mad. However, you can find these wonderful songs and more at the playlist Pair of Kings, available on Spotify. Sorry, Apple Music users, not yet. But uh, you can find those there, and you can find whatever Saul and I have been listening to and enjoying on the podcast, or not the podcast, the playlist, Pair of Kings' Favorite Songs, also on Spotify. And we'll put those up on the story, and if you need them, just shoot us a DM. We'll probably both respond to you in under a minute with the same exact link. So get excited for that one. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our final segment. Never mind. Not our final no, it's segment. Not. It's our penultimate segment. Penultimate segment. I hadn't scrolled for far enough down in the Google Docs. Shout out to our big friend Sebastian uh, for 
coining this segment originally. This is the Jack and Ace of the Week. The Jack is the worst release. It's whack. And the Ace is the best release. It is full of grace and brings us to a happy space. Ah, I like it. Okay. Thank you. Saul, let's hear your Jack and Ace of the Week. I was going to ask for yours first because I feel like I have started. Let's Um, mix it up. Yeah, let's let's get crazy. Let's get wild. Hmm. Let's party, get loud. If you want to do something crazy. Yeah, shout out Jersey Shore. Come on the pod. <laughs> I, I think th- that is an LMFAO song, by the way. The Jersey Shore theme song? Uh, get crazy, get wild. Let's party, get loud. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's I never a, knew that's that. A, yeah. Let's get LMFAO and the Jersey Shore cast on the pod at the same time. I feel like we could get LMFAO. Like, what are they doing now? <laughs> <laughs> Not potting with us, clearly. Yeah. Um, I think my – this is going to be crazy. I think my Jack of the Week is the Come Digger Sons Dunks just because of the egregious okay. price point. I know yeah. I'm supposed to be Mr. Dunk, but I think that's a, that's a disrespect to the shoe, making it $260 because mm. – Something that's great about the Dunk, I mean, they're hard to get for retail right now, but mm-hmm. something great about the Dunk is that they do have a very accessible retail price point of $100. Yeah. I think that really strays away to what the image of the shoe is, making it 260 retail. Yeah, fair. Thank you. I try to be. And then my, my ace of the week is the Reebok Instapump Fury Tokyo. It's a shoe that has just recently come onto my radar. It's an Asia exclusive, so I don't think I'll be copying. However, it's a beautiful shoe. And if you are in Asia right now, I think you should give it a look. Definitely good advice. I actually don't have an ace this week, shockingly. But I do have a jack. Paul's just pure. He's on high haters mode. It is the Adidas Yeezy 500 High Tyrion. Oh, that thing's crazy. I hate the the silhouette. I hate the colorway. It's like poop brown. I hate the midsole. It's way too thick. I don't like the laces. I don't like the back. I don't like the way that it looks like on foot. If you've seen any of like the... Just the high tops or the 500 as a whole? I I think the 500 is cool. I, I don't like the way they look on foot. Okay. I, um, yeah, I I'm not mad at the the highs. It's dude, normally I really, something I don't I really think I'd like, but I do think not like. Them. I love blue in Yeezys, and it's something Kanye says he really doesn't like to put in shoes. But blue is one of my, if not my favorite color. So I think they just look really cool on Yeezy silhouettes. But would I wear the 500 highs? No, but I I don't hate them. 220 dollars. It's just like. That's normal Yeezy price, but it's just a lot of shoes. They're ugly. They they're not for everyone, for sure. Yeah. But man. Yeah, that is that's an interesting shoe to say the least. I forgot to include that in the release rundown. Oh, it's there now. It's there now. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. To our final segment before we say goodbye to this lovely episode of Pair of Kings. Saul, let's hear your guest of the week. Who do you think you'd love to have on the pod and chop it up with? Uh, LMFAO. Yes. Uh, I mentioned them earlier. I, I, I do have another one who I will say. But LMFAO, definitely a dream. Um, and number two, Swedish House Mafia. Ooh, that'd be really cool. I kind of yeah. forgot about them. 
I think everybody kind of forgot about them. For a <laughs> uh, but they did their last show, I think, in 2018 or 2019. Like, they... they um, or no, I'm sorry. No, so they, they announced that they wouldn't be doing any more shows, and they did a surprise comeback show for, like, one time only. <clears throat> I think, like, Coachella or some show so like that. So did they, like... Are they breaking up or... What's no, I think they're just retired. I think they're just okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What about you, John? Man, I'm I'm derailed by those great answers. LMFAO and Swedish House Mafia. Um, I recently watched the hit Netflix series Love Is Blind. I've never oh, watched yeah. like a dating show before. It just caught I... me by storm. It was fire. Yeah so good so i think like anyone from that show i'd just love to have on and talk to them and just be yeah. like what's up guy or girl how are <laughs> you today let's talk about fashion are you into fashion no okay this has been a fun episode <laughs> but yeah i think the love is blind cast come on the pod sure why not why not i'll bet and give it three years we'll be able to get one of them I bet you we can get one of them right now. Like, you think so? There's like we have enough people who have gone through that show. There's like 10. I mean, there were a bunch who didn't. I mean, like the people who actually got through the, the pods. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, okay. I, I was just thinking more generally somebody who had appeared on the show. Uh, okay. I was, I was thinking like someone who made it to the aisle. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you want Great somebody show. who ran the gauntlet? Someone who ran the gauntlet. Just okay. just someone who made it out of the pods, because I think my favorite character, not character, my favorite person on the show was Carlton, and he didn't make it down the aisle, but great dude. However, I'm going to stop rambling about reality television so we can finish this podcast. So talking about, talking about reality, watch yeah. this transition. Boom. It is truly an incredible reality that we are able to bring this to you guys twice a week interact wow. with you guys wow um, converse with you uh we've had some really fun like dm sessions whether that be with our our main man scrunch or whoever it may be uh it means a lot to us when you guys reach out and just want to chat or chop it up or talk That's about so fashion. much fun yeah um and we now do have an official discord we we drop that on the story every once in a mm-hmm. while uh we'd love to have you guys join talk about fashion talk about pickups show off yeah. fits uh, talk about the strange liquid that came on my Jesus is King uh, packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. A little, I guess, Kanye special on that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, it means so much to us. And especially during times of quarantine, if you do need somewhere to talk, some you know, people to hang out with, um, you know, a community where, where you know, I think we're, we're really accepting in the... Yeah, we all like to talk about similar things. And even yeah. if you don't like to talk about fashion... Trust me, there's something you could talk about that we'll like to talk about with. For sure. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, whether it be just in our DMs or in the Discord or in your dreams or, I don't know. Just yell uh, really loud. We might hear it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whisper it into a can attached to a string. Who knows? Yeah. Yes. Uh, whatever your your preferred method of communication may be, reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at Pair of Kings Pod. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter at Pair of Kings Pod. You can email us at Pair of Kings Pod at gmail.com. Um, 
please, um, you know, favorite us on on Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts. Um, you can do it so it auto downloads every week. Um, mm-hmm. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I didn't even give us a that. leave us a review. Um, if the you're feeling really so spicy, funny. yeah, the reviews are really funny. They're hilarious. Thank you to everyone who's written a review. Yeah, the first two um, reviews are me and Saul, so we're glad yeah. that other people wrote reviews. <laughs> but it really means a lot to us, guys, that you would you would take uh, an hour and. We say an hour, but it's realistically we're, we're like pushing an hour and a half right now um, of your day to spend with us. Um, and if you want to talk about anything that we've talked about on the the pod or just have further questions, shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. And with that, I'm going to let my my dear friend, my pod co-host, uh, Sugar Bear, John Hogaboom, <laughs> take us out this week. All right, folks. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. This has been Pair of Kings bringing you business as usual. Tom Foolery as planned. Have a great Tuesday. Have a good Tuesday, everybody.